This is Pod Populi. Podcast for the people. Well, good morning. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. But we are doing this the second time around. We had a little uh, technical difficulties, as some uh, do it uh, from time to time. Uh, wishing everyone a, uh, hopefully you had a nice holiday, happy holiday, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah. And uh, certainly we wish you a very happy, healthy, and very prosperous New Year. We want to talk about the market, you know. The market is interesting because um, the South Florida market is, you know, a little bit of a hedge. And, you know, we talk about the media and the media looking at all different, uh, you know, thing, you know, agendas, I guess you you would say. And when you're looking at the market, uh, especially the real estate market, you know, they they look in, you know, inflation, obviously, they look at interest rates. Uh, Thank you, Michael. Um, And, you know, it's... it's interesting because a lot of times the media will go ahead and take a couple figures or a couple facts and they'll say, oh, well, it's 30% down or 40% down or whatnot. You know, when we look at the South Florida market, we still have 800 people a day coming to the state of Florida relocating. Um, and, you know, has the market cooled off? It gives, I think it gives you a little bit of a negotiating power from a buyer's perspective. But I think in the market that we're in currently – we have sellers that are um, still think that um, it's April or March, which was pretty much the peak, um, and they think that they would just want to keep going higher. Uh, when you know the the real the smart sellers are really saying, you know what, I'm willing to negotiate a little bit. I'm going to get a fair market price. I'm going to get a price that is significantly higher than whatever I thought of. Uh, certainly in the last, you know, few years, if you, if you purchased it over three, four years ago, you're talking about a, you know, a hefty appreciation. So, you know, you have sellers kind of digging their heels in and you have buyers that are wanting to negotiate and steal properties. And, um, so when you look at the transaction side count, I think we're down like 32% year over year, um, in transaction sides and, uh, the volume is still up a little bit, maybe five or 6%. But, you know, when you're looking at it, you're saying, well, why are the transaction sides way down? Well, there's, there's a lot of factors to that. But, you know, the one major factor really is, is that it's a stalemate. The seller is saying no and the buyer is saying yes. And at some point, sellers that really want to sell um, or the smart sellers are saying, you know what, I don't want to race to the bottom or I don't want to race, um, you know, to whatever that bottom may look like you know, is, you know, they're smart because, you know, the buyer and the buyers that are willing to, you know, to, to purchase now within the next six months or so um, are going to be the intelligent buyers. So, you know, the market here is um, certainly a little bit of a hedge because, you know, we've been very, very fortunate in South Florida. We look at South Florida as, you know, a paradise and, you know, it's got the beaches and the parks and the nightlife and, amazing restaurants and all of that, um, you know, and, you know, I mean, and, and this is, is crazy because, you know, you look at hurricanes and, you know, and, 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 you know, um, our, our neighbors to the West, you know, Naples and, and Sarasota and, and those, um, you know, Fort Myers, you know, they really got hurt with Hurricane Ian. Well, had Hurricane Ian come to our market, 
you know, it certainly would have damaged our market. We was, certainly would have had a significant depreciation. However, it didn't. And what did it do? It actually increased demand to our market. And it increased demand by, now, people usually in the Midwest, usually that Ohio, Chicago, you know, area, um, goes, kind of gravitates to the, uh, the, the west coast of Florida, Naples, Marco Island, uh, Sarasota, and such. And when they couldn't go and they had leases and they had uh, contracts, you know, and, and, and homes were destroyed or, or um, unlivable, um, you know, they decided to go to the East Coast. And so now we're seeing significant demand, not just on uh, rentals and, you know, um, from seasonal rentals, but we're see- seeing a lot more demand because they were, this is the first time they've been on the East side where they've actually lived and saw the lifestyle. So um, it is pretty, um, it, it, you know, it's it's fortunate and unfortunate, right? It's unfortunate to the neighbors to our West and, and we, you know, we, we, we send our thoughts and, and prayers and, and, and certainly our strength, um, you know, as we've uh, all tried to, you know, help. Um, but it's also made it fortunate for the South Florida real estate market as well. Uh, a couple other things, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the insurance market because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. I will tell you, um, you know, the insurance market, the property insurance market, if from the state in the state of Florida, um, insurance policies are about eight percent of the entire country in um, insurance policies, right? But eighty percent of all insurance claims are paid to the state of Florida. You know, they're Florida policyholders. So when you're looking at eight percent of the policies, but eighty percent being um, being paid out, we have a serious problem. If you're a company or insurance company, why in the world would you want to sell insurance in the state of Florida? Um, You know, because insurance is based on risk. It's based on let me manage my risk and, um, and, and make money doing it. Well, you can't really manage risk when 80% of it is, uh, is, is, um, is being paid out. So, you know, you're looking at a significant increases um, you know, we're seeing uh, not just um, in residential property insurance, but commercial property insurance as well. And, um, you know, it's, you know, insur- I mean, just about every insurance, because this tends to be a, um, uh, unfortunately, litigious society um, in, in the state of Florida. So let me talk about, you know, if you, if you notice my pin, right, my pin is a, a major investor pin. And what does that mean? That means that I invest in my profession. I invest in, uh, it's called the Realtor Political Action Committee. It's not uh, red, it's not blue, it's purple, right? We call it purple because 51% of um, our money that we endorse or the candidates that we endorse are uh, Democrat and 49% are Republican. And what we do is we lobby them. We lobby them for issues. We lobby them for special sessions for property insurance. We lobby them for, um, you know, to combat some uh, rent control and things of that nature that hurts um, private property rights. We're here to protect private property rights. And there's no other group um, or lobbyist group that actually does that. There's nobody that actually, you know, is the protector of the property owner rights, right? You as the homeowner. 
And so that's what we do. Um, we go around, you know, the country and, 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 and lobby and, you know, and there's, there's quite a lot of us. But I invest in my profession because um, I'm looking to make a difference. So let's talk about property insurance and what's going on right now. There's a bill in legislation. One of the major components of the bill um, are, are the reasons why 80% of claims are being paid is um, one-way attorney fees. What does that mean? That means that um, if the, the um, it's, you know, it's called the elimination of one-way attorney fees in property insurance cases, which um, they basically long blame a lot of the lawsuits for driving up the costs that lead to financial losses and, and higher homeowner premiums. But the chief driver of these losses is a provision known as that one-way attorney fee. And that one-way attorney fee really is um, allows the plaintiff to recover attorney fees, but not the defendant, which is the insurer. So, you know, that $40,000 roof could be a $150,000 roof. But, you know, if you make a claim for $40,000, you get denied you get an attorney. The attorney goes after the insurance company. Six months later, you get that same $40,000. The roofer gets that same $40,000, and your attorney gets an extra hundred and whatever thousand dollars. So, you know, um, this is a really good bill, and, and, and hopefully it, it, does, it does pass. Um, the other things that um, if you've noticed, you know, there's two real big reasons why insurance, uh, property insurance has gone way up. And uh, one was the one-way attorney fees, and the other one is the assignment, the assignment of benefits. Um, you know, if you live in South Florida, you may have had calls, texts, or, uh, you know, um, door knocking or, or, you know, someone knocking on your door or whatnot, and, you know, and saying, hey, you want a free roof? You want a free roof? You want a free roof? Well, um, and they say, oh, just assign me the benefits. Assign me the, as the contractor. Assign me those benefits. And I will work on your behalf, and I'll get you a free roof. Well, what does that do? Um, yeah, it gets you the free roof. That's great. Except the problem is, is that the contractor gets a piece, the adjuster gets a piece, the attorney gets a piece, and so now you have all the you know this again forty thousand dollar roof becomes a two hundred thousand dollar roof, and you know times you know hundreds of thousands of policies that are out there. Um, it's a big deal, and that's why our property insurance is crazy. Um, you know, another part of the bill is that it, um, we're, they're trying to really, it, it, for those that live in Florida, you probably heard of a uh, citizens property insurance group and citizens property insurance group is a, um, was supposed to be the insurer of last resort. It was supposed to be the most expensive, maybe like the Lloyd's of London insurance company, right? For the state of Florida, it's funded by, uh, the state of Florida government and, 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 you know, and that's what it was supposed to do. Well, what happened was all the insurers left because of, um, uh, of again, you know, the risk of, um, uh, of losing money. Um, and so they all left. And Citizens was there, you know, kind of stuck with the bag. So now we, they've doubled their policies to 1.3 million policies in the state of Florida. You know, that's a significant um policy holder. I mean, you, I mean, no company wants to be, you know, your companies want to be diversified. And so when you have citizens at 1.3 million policies, we have to do something. And what they're saying is that if um, they're trying to put it onto the private insurers. So, 
if a private insurer is 20% or less of the um, citizens uh, or citizens is um, the private insurer is 20% or less um, than the, uh, the quote for citizens, then you would um, have to take the private insurer. So you could pay up to 20% more. I just totally messed that up, but whatever. Uh, you can pay up to 20% more um, for um, a private insurer, but you're not going to pay more than that 20%. So, you know, on a $5,000 policy, it's going to be, it could be up to 6000 and then you would have to be forced to be a private insurer. They also would have all citizens' property insurers of that 1.3 million policies would um, not renew. You know, so they're really doing some great things in property insurance, um, uh, you know, reform. And, you know, and this is not an easy fix, right? So, you know, there's always creative ways to find that property insurance loopholes. And, you know, attorneys are good at it. You know, listen, uh, we're we're all good at it, right? And this isn't to blame the attorneys because the attorneys are just doing their job and they're, and they do it very well. And they're, you know, working in the confines of the law and, and, and the legal system. So, you know, they're um, do a certain percentage and, and, and um, you know, for their fees and, and whatnot. Um, but we need to protect homeowners and property insurance is, 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 is just out of control. I mean, I don't think that there's been a policy that's written in the last two years that hasn't gone up 30 40%. You know, I mean, and, you know, you talk about, you know, one of the lo- biggest issues – uh, that to face South Florida is affordable housing. You know, we, you know, people talk about workforce housing and, you know, affordable, I mean, you know, it's almost gone away. I mean, uh, what are we like $664,000 average sale price? I mean, it's, it's, it's absurd. <clears throat> so, you know, and, and when you look at um, a destination like uh, Boca Raton, where we're at now at Pod Populi and Royal Palm Place, you know, you're looking at, you know, just a significant number, you know, they're in the eights, you know, so <clears throat> you're, you really need to, um, com- you know, find a way to tap into some of that affordable housing. And then the housing bond um, that they did pass um, is one way. And, uh, and, and we hope that um, as, uh, you know, the information comes out, you know, people will uh, apply um, for those housing, uh, you can make, I think you make up to, um, uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to speculate, so I, I'm not going to tell you, but you have a lot of those ship programs, um, those, um, you know, housing, uh, down payment assistance programs are also available in cities and counties and such. And, um, so, you know, you have a, I think the two major issues, in the, in South Florida, especially when it comes to you know the real estate and how it affects it, is um, certainly affordable housing and property insurance, and and that's what um, you know we need to try and find a, a happy medium. You know, um, I'm also on the Palm Beach County Planning Commission, and um, you know we uh, you know we sift through a lot of those uh, a lot of those projects and whatnot, and you know and, and we're geared towards more of the uh, developers doing workforce on-site housing. You know, um, it's, um, you know, it's important, and we need to make sure that we, uh, we continue um, to bring the, you know, the essential workers um, to our area um, because everyone should have an opportunity uh, to live in this unbelievable place. And, 
You know, we got Brightline <clears throat> in Boca, right? Brightline just, uh, you know, was uh, December 21st was their first uh, their run. And uh, I'll tell you what, um, I will be riding that a lot because uh, um, if you haven't been on a Brightline, it's a different experience than, you know, not to shed some, well, maybe a little bit. I guess, you know, it's a different experience than Tri-Rail or even Amtrak, right? So, you know, Brightlines are new, flashy trains, and they're um, they're pretty, they're they're com- comfortable, they're convenient, they have all kinds of cool stuff in there, and um, I encourage all of you to uh, visit the Boca Station uh, located on 2nd Avenue, and uh, it's a, it's a really nice, it's beautiful, and, uh, um, you know, go down to a heat game, go down to Miami, go down to Brickell, whatever, uh, go to West Palm, you know, uh, next the end of next year is supposed to, Orlando's supposed to open, so, you know, it might be the end of next year or, or into 2024, but I mean, that is just incredible, right, being able to you know, take a train from Boca to Orlando in a couple hours is, uh, and not have to drive through all that uh, crazy traffic would be pretty cool. So now on to the, the reason why you, um, uh, you tuned in, right? The reason why you tuned in is Netflix. So, you know, as you, if, if you've watched or, or listened to any of our, our episodes, you know, we always end the, uh, the, the episode on, you know, what is your favorite all time, you know, uh, series or movie, or streaming series or movie, and then, you know, what are you currently watching? Well, I'm going to go into my favorite, I mean, I mean, there's lots of favorites, but I would say my, as far as movie goes, Shawshank Redemption, 100%. That's like, like anytime that goes on, I'm, I'm like, I'm hooked again. Um, and uh, I, I just love um, the way it was narrated and, and, you know, it's just, it's a, it's just an amazing uh, uh, movie. Um, as far as streaming series, I mean, you know, you can't, I mean, I'm not even a, like a Dungeons and Dragons fan or any of that, but Game of Thrones was, uh, probably the best story, um, uh, best written, um, you know, crazy turns, um, really caught your attention and, and, uh, it was, it was pretty cool stuff, but let me tell you what I'm currently watching and I'm only, uh, two episodes in, but I could tell you right now. It is an amazing series so far. It's called Inside Man um, on Netflix. And um, it's basically about uh, death row inmates that um, it's, it's kind of like a combination of like Silence of the Lambs and like, I don't know, Rain Man. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, it, it's pretty cool. It's uh, two death row inmates that um, solve cases. Um, people come to them to solve, um, like missing person or murder cases and that kind of stuff. And it's, uh, it's really, really well done. Um, great acting. Um, it's pretty interesting so far. Um, it is a little creepy. It's a little uh, disturbing. Um, but it's also funny in, 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 in some of the, uh, some of the characters and stuff. So I highly recommend Inside Man. So what we learned today, we learned that the real estate market is not dead. Um, the real estate market is, uh, thriving. Uh, we have, uh, quite a lot of buyers and sellers out there, uh, you know, wanting to sell and buy. And, uh, and, uh, we certainly hope that, uh, if you have any questions, you know, you certainly can ask us or your local real estate agent. And, um, you know, it, and it, it, it's important to have a real estate agent now, um, that has knowledge and information, um, and the experience and expertise to navigate you through a lot of the challenges and obstacles. Uh, sorry, that was uh, my Celsius, sorry. 
Um, and, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just, I think it's important to choose a real estate agent, you know, um, as my uh, friend David Munt, I think is his uh, tagline, you know, choose a real estate agent wisely. Um, I think that uh, choosing a real estate agent um, is very, very important to have expertise and the knowledge and uh, to navigate those challenging obstacles that are coming up um, as well. And, um, and we learned about property insurance. We learned that a, a bill is hopefully going to give us some relief. It's not instant gratification guys. Um, it'll be, uh, hopefully within the next 12 to 18 months. Um, you know, we will see, uh, quite a bit of relief uh, we're hoping, um, because, uh, it's become unaffordable for property insurance. And we learned that inside man is a pretty good show. So, all right. Thank you very much. Uh, Breakfast at the Broker uh, next week. You won't get me solo, so you won't have to listen to me talk for 20, 20 minutes or so. Um, and uh, But we will have a special guest uh, in studio, Pod Populi, um, over on Royal Palm Place in Boca Raton. And I will, you know, listen, this is our last episode of the year. We've been doing this now almost five years. I think uh, a little, actually four Four months or four years and like seven months, um, so you know we're we've been doing this for four years and seven months, and uh, I, I you know I thank you for the, the viewers and the, and the people that have tuned in and the you know um, and and listened to the podcast. Uh, we certainly appreciate. And we certainly appreciate Pod Populi as well, who has uh, really helped us, um, you know, grow our audience and, and grow, um, you know, our, uh, our our business and, and such. And um, if you uh, are thinking about a podcast, I think everyone should have a podcast. By the way, um, because everyone has something to say, even if people don't like what you say. Uh, so you definitely want to um, check out Pod Populi. They're in many locations, and uh, we certainly appreciate them as well. Uh, and thank you, Michael Glickman. Uh, wishing everyone a very happy and healthy new year and a very prosperous one. Um, it's important to be grateful, thankful, and appreciative to those that you love. And we will see you next week. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m.